Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about rumors again um, and kind of dispel one. But this one's cool because in the process of it, you will get some context, some history. And with that context, you will be able to gauge this stuff yourself in the future. Um, it, it, it will hand you the tools so if this ever comes up again, you can kind of put it in a frame of reference and see if it's even plausible. The rumor is that it, right now, we're at DEFCON 2 or not. Okay. Um, okay. So what is DEFCON? Defense Condition. It's a system developed in the late 50s, and it measures, it's a scale that tells us how close we are to things going really, really bad. Um, people often get the scale inverted. You will see people say, I'm going to go to DEFCON 5 on them. Well, enjoy your picnic. DEFCON 5 is good. DEFCON 1 is, you know, fireballs from the sky. Okay. So, developed in the late 50s. Been around a really, really long time. How many times do you think we've actually gone to DEFCON 2? There's one obvious one in 1962. DEFCON 2 is one step below things going really bad. The Cuban Missile Crisis. That's one. That, that is one example of going to DEFCON 2. There's another one, and when I say this, there will probably be bickering about it as to whether or not it should really count. Um, and that is at the beginning of the first Gulf War. I happen to agree with the people who say it shouldn't count. I, I actually get their point, and I agree with it. However, the, the reporting says that they actually went to DEFCON 2, <laughs> so you have to count it. The reason there is... Uh, a little bit of bickering is because people think that it was political or they think that it had more to do with raising readiness across the board than what DEFCON is actually really supposed to be used for. Um, keep in mind, in, in 91, it, it was a country that had bio, that had chem, that was a sponsor. And there was a a decent risk of irregular hits going on at like bases in Europe and stuff like that. So the theory is that that had a lot to do with it. It was a way to get everybody on their toes to protect against that. Not that we were actually close to a, a nuclear exchange, which is what DEFCON's for. Um, since then, the, the military has developed ThreatCon, but it's not called ThreatCon anymore. It's called FPCon, Force Protection Con, uh, Force Protection Condition, that that system gauges specifically for irregular actors. Um, so that's it. That's it. Those are the two times that we officially went to DEFCON 2. Now, might there be others that are classified in the sense that 
you know, either the U.S. or the Soviets or the Chinese lost something and everybody got really spooked and and it went up, maybe. Um, but that's it. That's it as far as officially. So with the very rare occurrences, why does this become a rumor? Because DEFCON numbers aren't public. They aren't released until way after the fact. Um, so it's one of those things you have to be in the know to really know. Rather than point to the times when we went to DEFCON 2, I'm going to point out some times that we didn't. Um, I don't know. The breakup of the Soviet Union. I mean, that was a pretty scary time when you're talking about the, the nuclear arrangements of the world. We didn't go to DEFCON 2. The fall of the Berlin Wall didn't go to DEFCON 2. That day in September when the Pentagon was literally hit didn't go to DEFCON 2. We were at DEFCON 3 with like a standby to go to DEFCON 2, but we didn't actually go. A balloon did not cause us to go to DEFCON 2. Um, going to DEFCON 3 is, is pretty rare as well. Okay, so there's your context. The, the, it has to be somewhere above what happened in September and below the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's what gets you in that range. Um, now, how do I know for certain? I wanted to include this in the previous video about the rumors, but I wanted to be able to point to something and say, this is how you know for sure we are not at DEFCON 2. Who watched the State of the Union last night? Just as it always is. One designated survivor was conducted in the normal place. The entire command and control of the U.S., with the exception of one person, was in one location. That is not something that would happen at DEFCON 2. It's a rumor. Um, again, I'm, I'm going to suggest... Watching, uh, going back and, and watching Dr. Strangelove. If you're not familiar with this stuff, you should, you should probably go watch it. Um, these rumors are going to get more and more common. They're going to happen a lot because there are going to be a lot more standoffs. There are going to be elevated tensions at times. Keep that as your frame of reference, okay? What happened in September did not warrant going to DEFCON 2. Always remember that um, because this is one that will certainly be used to, uh, to drive clicks and get revenue by being sensationalist, this idea. If whatever's happening isn't on the scale of what happened in September, it's probably not occurring. Um, and then if you happen to see like the entire leadership of the U.S. just like hanging out, chilling together, that's probably also a good indication that we are not on the cusp of nuclear war. Anyway, it's just a thought.
Y'all have a good day.